Oh, did you... Welcome. Oh, I don't know it. <laughs> well, you gotta... I, was, I was waiting to remember from you. <laughs> well, start anyway. Come on. Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about a different topic over the course of each beer. <laughs> All right. Bravo, Is that it? There's the newspaper was, reading. That was, that was close to I it. wasn't ready for it. I was just about to hit the breeze. <laughs> Jeremy's got the reins this Don't week. Worry. Next week will be the most lit intro ever. <laughs> I'll make sure of it, but I wasn't prepared this time or yeah. any of the other four previous weeks. But yeah, I'm off next week, so we're teaching Jeremy how to do everything on the computer this week um, as he takes the reins and uh, does a podcast without me for the first time. Uh, I think there's only been four of these done without me before. So Who ran it? Um, one of them was like Mitchell and Croc. One was like Jake and I think... Keith, even maybe. I just want to say that was the worst <laughs> fucking introduction I've ever heard. Oh, I, There's our intern I am Mike very over there. well aware of that. <laughs> um, now, Jeremy, you got to ask me how I'm doing. Oh, how are you doing today? I'm good. I am dripping with anticipation over the next coming weeks because my Christmas is coming up. Oh yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> that's uh, well, we're gonna delve dive deep into that, even though we did last week. But there's more to talk about for Bonnaroo. Uh, there's always more to talk um, about. Well, I guess what are we drinking? We no, I, I was thinking. Well, I guess oh, that's a sweet can. We are drinking Gitchy Gitchy Ooh La La by Short. It's an experimental Kolsch style ale brewed with lemon and cucumber, and it is five point five percent. I had to look it up. It is not on the can. Where'd you get this? I got it at uh, Midjoy. I saw. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I yesterday. Was, yeah, I got it. I got it yesterday. So, so it you was, at Midway yesterday? I bought the beer below it. Oh, or nice. it was below it or above it. So I almost so I wasn't gonna buy beer, but my <laughs> the anxiety in me while I was in there. because uh, that's the only place that sells the Celsius um strawberry lemonade. It is by far the like one of the best drinks I've ever had. This beer's not good, huh? This beer tastes very weird. Expired. Oh, this isn't bad. Oh, what the? Oh. <laughs> I'm drooling. <laughs> Very cucumbery and lemony, like it says. I don't taste cute. Oh, my God. That is like a Sour Patch Kid punching the back of your Oh, my mouth. God. Smell it. It smells like swamp water. Why would you? Have you ever been to a swamp? That's, That's actually pretty. What is that? It's like... <laughs> it smells like old bath water. <laughs> I was, well, was going to say, it kind of smells like a outhouse like water but that is yeah. old bath water well okay um, well bad choice nick but whatever but we, I was, got, so we gotta I was, get through it when i was in the store yesterday um i i was getting some celsius and some cones and then there was a line and i was like oh i look dumb if i'm sitting in this line with just these two things so i was like i'll buy a beer and i saw this one and i almost bought it because of the can the yeah, can the- is just a, a what is this a dog wearing a, a dog with a lemon wedge and a cucumber wedge over its eyes as if it was having, like, a face mask. And confetti hair. Yeah, then a rainbow. Rainbow, um, uh, I mean, I don't know if I would call it confetti hair, but it looks like streamers in its head. Well, same thing. Colorful. Itchy, itchy. So, that's the, be- the beer, though, that's I bought song, is what I'm going to bring, well, I guess when you're back. I'll wait. Well, I get, you, you're, you get the beer next week, right? I know. That's why I said I'll wait till when you're back to have to try it. Got you. Because I was pretty pumped yesterday, and then but yeah, I saw this definitely. I was in there about four thirty. I was there like probably right before that. 
Okay. Like we miss each other by just a minute. That's crazy. If I was like <laughs> paying while you walk to the front yeah. or walk to the back. <laughs> Fear number one. Sport. Are these the the, in, the breakers? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the end. Yep. Cool. We got a little <laughs> bit of time here. So we got uh, sports, huh? Yeah, got a lot to talk about with sports, including uh, what's new with Deshaun Watson, the NBA Finals, and the LIV tournament. Yeah, those are probably the headlines. Yep. That which I one, could think of off the top of my head. Which one do you want to start with? Um, it don't matter. Which one? Well, I guess we could start with Live because that's probably the least one we'll delve into, or the one that breaks off the least because it's golf. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you feel about it? Well, so the Live tournament is a Saudi backed tournament for golf that is starting to poach players from the pj and by poach i mean like there's the players are still allowed to compete in like the majors right yeah so that saudi league is like you said it's backed by like saudi money basically and the creator of it's greg norman who is Who's a, greg norman a, like a, a big time old golf stooge dude or i mean he played like he's just yeah he's an old timer he's up there with like the jack I mean, not that great, but like that time frame, like he was very good, won a lot. He kind of defected, basically. So, um, what do you mean defected? Well, I mean, he's starting his own league. He, oh, okay. Like, got away from the PGA, but the P. So the PGA doesn't have any majors, like the four big majors that everyone plays in. So these people. What are the four? The Masters. I don't know. I'm not the, that good. Master yeah. is Pasadena one. Masters. I don't know. There's Augusta. Augusta, hey, who cares? Um, I didn't. I'm not. I'm new to watching golf, so I don't know at all. But um, I didn't know this until recently either. That so the PGA is a nonprofit. Okay. Um, it was set up as a nonprofit, basically by Jack Nicholas. Um, am I saying his name right? Or I always get him and the actors' names. I think I'm saying wrong. Nicholson but. is the actor. Okay, Nicholas. I am saying it right then. Um, but so it's nonprofit because they do a lot of charity, but that's one of the biggest things with the live mm-hmm. is because they can guarantee money because they're a nonprofit. They can't guarantee players money. They with can the, only the do PGA? it by winnings. Yes. With the PGA. Oh, okay. So that's why these guys are signing a $200 million, you know, Clay Thompson deals and stuff like, yeah. Um, and I heard Tiger Woods was offered a billion dollars. Yeah. And so that's crazy. Cause they were, when they were talking about the other day, um, was a DJ got a hundred million or whatever? Yeah. And like man, if he got a hundred million, they they were like they already knew that Tiger was offered, but they didn't know the mon- amount. Um, they're like, well, it's got to be like at least like five hundred million, and then it comes out it's a billion. I was like, geez. Yeah. That's dedicated. I, I I mean, there's certain players that won't. I mean, I don't know why you would in a way. I I guess if you're just looking for a quick money, I mean that league is gonna be that league's. I mean, it's not bad to have competition, but it's like at the same time. What other league in this world do you watch outside the U.S.? Right. I mean, well, we don't even one... watch soccer. Like, what makes you think we're going to watch some other, you know, non-U.S. league? Well, I think because it's golf, it's different because it's like a single-player event. You know, like the other leagues, you, you I would say, would be yeah, like but, the tennis leagues people watch. I know, like tennis is a setup the same way, so tennis will probably have something like this soon. Right. They can't have guaranteed the, money. The single-player sports, like that's the one you. That's where you can do this. You know, it's like they've already got they've got Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau. And um, who? Yeah, but they, they're they got all, all these are too. people that. So, so like the main people that they have are people that m- most people complain about on the tour as as yeah. fans and players. 
Um, mm. Like, they're people that... There's still names, though, you know? Yeah, but, like, Phil's on the down... I mean, so they're the main thing what they're doing right now is poaching people from, like, college to get mm. young people in, and then people on the downside of their career, like Phil, where you can still right. get people to draw in with it. Well, Johnson and DeChambeau, um, they're, they're pretty... Well, yeah, they are. They are, the peak, which right? I'm surprised about Bryson. Um, My favorite golfer. Because I don't... Like, if you want... Because it's an individual sport, you go in the place in the world that has the best. Why are you going away from it? Because of the cash money. Well, I know that's why, but and he, and I'm, you can still compete in the. It's like you can't compete in like the majors, you know. Like, well, which at is least, what, which at is least where everyone can, watches. At least you can now. I mean, who knows if the USGA, who runs the majors, does anything? Mm. I don't know if they can legally or whatever. But I mean, who knows what happens? But I just. But at the same time, like if if. So sure, like they have like what eight tournaments for this live thing for the year, or whatever, and it's like four hundred million dollar to the winner to each one on top of all their signing bonus. Oh damn! How much do you win if you win a Masters? So that's why I think they're going too, because not only did like DJ get a hundred million, he's only got three people he's competing against. Right. Like he he should he could easily win the next eight of those, just bank more money. But like that's the you're only doing it at that point. You're not like. You're not doing it for competition as much as for money. And I don't know. For me with sports, I'm I'm totally different, I guess. Like money don't mean shit to me when it comes to sports. Like I don't like I mean, yeah, you gotta make at least like a hundred thousand a year and I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like I think we didn't we just talk about this last week or something, like generational wealth, you know? Yeah. And like that that amount of money is hard to pass up, especially if you know but you're I don't, like I don't think if, about playing sports for that. Like that if I ever had the opportunity to play sports, it would never be to play this to think about any wealth other than me wanting to mm-hmm. just be the best athlete I can be and win. Well, the fact that they've gotten all of these, like at least these uh, four big guys, you know, that doesn't mean it's not a guaranteed winning, you know, right. like, well, I mean, they should like one of those four like we just mentioned should basically win all eight of these. Unless, it's not like they're not going to try their hardest, you know? No, I'm not saying that, but at, at the same time, like, if the scores aren't there, you're not being pushed as hard to maybe mm. try to bend the ball around. Did they already or, have set up where their courses are? Um, well, the first one's what this weekend in London. Oh, it's already happening. Yeah, it's the inaugural weekend. That's why all these names came like that. This, oh, this two like it I thought they tomorrow. still had time to po- po- yeah, to poach tomorrow. more people. Well, they can, but it starts tomorrow. Like I don't. I mean, they can bring. Mm. They want to bring as many people as they can. Right. Um, I don't. I just don't get how long this league's gonna last because of the morality of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, w- I was hearing those arguments because of like how terrible the Saudi government is with their killing of K- Jamal Khashoggi and all the other stuff that they do. That's uh, you know inherently evil. Um, but like then again, you got the NBA, which is like based a lot of its shit in China, which is also doing like a, a, a straight up genocide against the Uyghurs right now. Like and and even here in the U.S., you know, there, there is evil companies that well, I mean, support shit. There, I mean. I get that, and that's the argument that everyone says against it. Who cares where mm-hmm. the money comes from? Like, we're we're terrible. Our money was built off evil. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that stupid crap. Like, mm-hmm. it, that's just a – it's almost just like a – I mean, you can say that it's a moral issue without saying, like, get rid of it at the same time, you know? Yeah. But, like, everyone, like, like I feel like it's just, like, that's their excuse to, like, make it yeah, not I mean, a I, Personally, I think once there's that much amount of money in something, it's probably at some point evil. Like, like it, I don't give a shit that there's another golf league. I don't think it's going to sustain. I mean, like I said, what other things do you, like, 
the NFL has tried so many off leagues in America, they never sustain. People just don't watch them. You have, mm-hmm. you you have your usually your four sports: your football, basketball, or I'd say probably football. Actually, I'd probably say three: football, basketball, and then someone has another sport that they really are invested in. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. Maybe people, most people, do people like baseball. People like no. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But like, you like probably hockey. have like three main sports. Like I don't like my main sports that I watch is just football, basketball, hockey, and then. Maybe UFC. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, that's like once a month. It seems like football and basketball are on. But football is the granddaddy like of them all. Yeah, right that's now. what I'm saying. But like, and there's there's minor league teams all over the place. People don't care. There's, you know. That's why they put sports, them in the small, like in like, t- like small, small markets, like cities like Toledo and Grand Rapids, yeah. you know, like, because that's what they have, you know. I mean, so you got the soccer, the Euro League. People don't, rarely people mm-hmm. in America get up and watch that or even the MLS here. What makes. Right. I just don't. That's why I don't think it's going to last. Hey, but like yeah, that's why the the Detroit FC like they're they're like perfect where they are right now, and they're like had a really stringent, strong fan base. It's a good thing for young the the young people. Like I said, I don't mm-hmm. know about the whole trying to. I don't like the idea of any country poaching anything from us for any reason, but um, <laughs> so just the, the elitist American like, over here, but, guys. Um, <laughs> but them like taking like you know young, but it makes sense for like because the PJ is. I mean, it's it's hard. It's elite. It's meant to be elite and hard. It's not meant mm. for everyone to have the opportunity. Basically, like, um, but it is good for those young guys to have another opportunity to try to get them to the PGA or whatever. Hey, well, this like but, you know this. Uh, it, it seems like it's like I mean I know we're in the very early stage we haven't even have a, had a match yet but you know monopolies are inherently bad for all sports I think um, yeah I, I, I mean, or not I maybe not just maybe I shouldn't say for sports but like for you know like team sports is a different thing like you know we got the USFL right now going on which I watched probably the first half of the first game of the Michigan Panthers and it's like wow this is just terrible product yeah. But you know, with a with an individual sport, especially something like golf, it's it's a lot harder to notice because team sports are harder to get. Like, because you know, even with individual sports, some people can just get on, you know, like and have a really good day. Yeah. Um. But with team sports, like you're probably not getting all these people that aren't super talented to be like exciting to watch. You know, that's why I think this has a chance to keep going. And, I mean, it can. And it, and they're and if they're backed by Saudi, anything with a shit ton of money is going to have a chance to keep going, and they're backed by Saudi money, so. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, I mean, I guess who cares really if the Americans watch it, if it's oil money and just right. crime money or whatever this crap's coming from. You know, you got the whole soccer thing that you're talking about, like the most popular sport in the world is soccer and just you know, people in the U.S. don't like it. But like, I think that's, that's the rest also, of the world fucking loves it. That's also a failure, a failure on uh, like ESPN and the marketing of like here or like being able to they just don't it's not on. The time difference is hard because it's like you gotta wake up Saturday early. But yeah, no one wants to watch sports tape delayed. Really, right? Like, it takes a special kind yeah. of person to be into that. I mean, I, I I throw it on in the morning sometimes if it's on like the downstairs. I can watch like three games mm-hmm. and stuff. But like I like soccer, but it, it is soccer can be tough for me to watch. And I love. I mean, I, I went to a I went to a, a Detroit FC game. Uh, I'd rather last go year, see that, and, than, and that was really fun. Yeah, because it's almost like professional soccer is they're so damn skilled. That it's like there's not as much like contact and stuff, and then when there is barely any contact, they're like hit by a grenade. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's a, that that's annoying because I'm like, man, that's not how I grew up anywhere playing against anyone of any like age until like 23 or whatever I stopped. But 
I don't know why mm. the pros. I mean, I get it. It's foot, basketball does it too. You flop and stuff to get calls, but it's just. I think that's why people don't watch. And you got football. Yeah, you that's got, in, in Europe. They don't have you know football, basketball, hockey like we. Oh, do. they got basketball. Basketball. I'm saying they do, but not. Up. I don't think like on our like the. I, I know they have like Euro League there, and mm-hmm. same with hockey. But I don't. It's they don't not have like, the same. Not, not remotely the same amount of yeah, skill that we. Not, have. I mean, probably the biggest hockey would be the KHL in Russia. Probably, yeah, but still, that's. Probably, I, I would guarantee it pales in comparison to the NHL oh, because we have the most money, and wherever yeah. he has most money, is going to get the most that's players. That's what I'm saying. You have people over there like Datsuk playing in that, who's like still one of the best players in, over there. Right. But you put him here, he probably, he probably wouldn't play. That's what I'm saying. Like you can like competition, even if it's individual. I mean, it can affect how you play. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be like these guys just go to shit. I'm not saying that, but like they might have like a you know a stroke right. or two difference. But also, that's why I think it's different in a sport like golf, like where it's not. Like, you know, there's always the debate, is golf a sport, you know, because you're not playing against anybody, really. You're playing against yourself, you know, like just nothing the other person can do can affect you. Uh, I, I mean, to a point, I get that, I guess, unless you step the people, that's on the like, golf course. That's why someone like Tiger Woods can still golf after being in a car accident and can barely walk, you know, and still be. That guy, you, that guy is built like a truck, man. He is. That right, guy but there's is, also like people like Patrick Reed that are golfing that like yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah well that's like NASCAR is now you're just sitting there but I would say it's it's like there is competition because like say you're on the same hole and there's mental competition but right there's there's a lot the, of mental the brain doesn't really decrease as much as the right there's physical not a, body there's not does. physical competition like you like, I guess is would be the biggest thing because you can't yeah. like out jump this guy you have to mentally be like all right this guy just hit the green. I have to hit the green as well to keep in this. So I have to mm. bend it around this tree or whatever. It's like you have to do different things. It's not like you can just run and jump farther. Yeah, right. you're not playing against anybody. It's mental, more like playing the wind angles and things like that. But it, but that is still. I mean, it's, I don't know. Like I'd even even sport. tennis, like you know, you have to respond to what somebody else is doing, not just focus on yourself. I'm not saying it's not a sport. I would I mean, consider I would consider golf a sport. But um, uh, you know, it's not as it, there's some there's something different right. in it. You know, it's not. It's a lot easier to walk eighteen to, holes than play football, or, right? You know? And not even that. Like it's 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 soul reliant, which I know tennis can be soul reliant too. But um, you know, you're still com- yeah, you're, com- combating okay. combating against somebody else. That's like determined. Not you're not you're not solely determined. You for can't your own stop outcome. how good they do, right? Because yeah. you. You know, there's no defense. You can't yell at their backswing. There's no like defense. That. Maybe that's what it is. That would be kind of, So there was like this Nickelodeon golf thing I seen coming up. Uh, oh god, like, are they doing that like they the did with slime. football? It's like a slime thing. Like, Hole in one. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, I was just thinking, like that'd be kind of fun. Like if you just do like a, a cool golf thing where like you can yell on someone's backswing. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I I don't know. I'm a I'm I'm different with that. Be, with with golf of being quiet because it's I've never played a sport in my life that's quiet. Yeah. So it shouldn't. Well, golf. But yeah, but I'm saying every single person I grew up probably played sports when they were kids. People are yelling, screaming. There's there's always noise. How is all of a sudden you can't deal with a little bit of noise? Like I I don't get it. it doesn't make sense to me. It's like the, like shooting a free throw. Should everyone be quiet so that they can concentrate on this? It's like a shooting a putt. Right. No. Like, I I, I, I think no. it'd be fun like, if there was like a I just no don't rules think golf the, league. I don't think the noise is it's like a cop out for amateurs to use for how like a, a bad shot. Now it's different if it's like someone fires in the a gun. middle of your back swing. <laughs> it's like an air horn but yeah um like that could be different but if it's 
a constant air horn, I could swing through it, you know? Like, that doesn't, it doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, because like, eventually I, the noise I would turns rather into static have background. people talking behind me. Like, I don't, don't, you don't need to stop your conversation because I'm hitting. You ain't, if I mess this shot up, it's me, it's not you. Like, that's just a cop out. Yeah, I agree. And I've done it before. I'm like, oh, you fucker, you sneezed. <laughs> no, I just sliced the ball like I did the last previous seven holes. So, it, like, it was no different. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the live tournament, but we should talk about Deshaun Watson and what's going on with that right now, um, because a New York Times report just came out saying that Deshaun Watson sought out 66 different uh, professional masseuses, and also another pers- two other people came forward, and even in the New York Times reported article, they, were, they interviewed people that didn't press charges or didn't sue Deshaun Watson and still said the same stuff. So at this point... It is glaringly obvious what this guy did. <laughs> like, yeah, it, I, 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 I would so find it. Much... I would find it so ridiculous if anyone was like, "Oh, well, not innocent until proven guilty." Like, okay, maybe legally, but he did this stuff. Yeah, like he might, uh, like he might not have like actually like raped anyone or anything like that. You know, I don't think anyone's thinking that level. But like, he, yeah. he definitely did something. Like, there are so many elements to this story and just this last three days of mm. the story, two new people came out and then his lawyer on the TV or on the radio. Yeah. Saying this, this... a happy ending is normal <laughs> during a massage. I'm like, dude, so how many times did Deshaun have a happy ending? Then like yeah, what it... these girls are claiming, like, you know, I've never had a massage I've like either. that just, but you know, by a girlfriend or anything, but like not like a, a an actual massage, but that is one of the things I am afraid of ever getting one. Like, what if there is a girl just massaging me and all of a sudden I get a boner? I don't want to flip over. Like, like <laughs> nope, I'm staying down. Like, keep keep working the glutes. I think that's one of your but, your anxiety things. Like, that, that's, I don't, it's I don't think that's normal. But isn't that like they, I mean, they used to, they always, war, I don't know, maybe that's too much information or just weird. But like, they always said, like, when I at least was a child going to like the the doctors or whatever they're like it's normal like the doctor like it's normal if you get a boner maybe my doctor was a creep but (laughs) i never did that's not a thing that people say but they (laughs) like they try to make you comfortable because that's like one of the most uncomfortable positions you can be in as you're growing up is getting naked in front of some old dude feeling oh jeremy you might have been abused (laughs) shit it's on this it's on air Um, I didn't know. You didn't do anything. Nothing got hard. Nothing. I was no. I'm not <laughs> it's saying okay. That. We can move on. He just, he just warned. But yeah, what are we talking about, Deshaun? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so the Browns have him at like the record-setting guaranteed contract. Was it 200? They can be voided. Right. But what can't be voided is the draft pick compensation that right. he, that they that the Browns traded to the Texans, yeah, so who are fleeced. also implicated in this uh, in this new article because they knowingly gave Deshaun Watson NDA agreements. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I I know they. I don't know what the. Did you read it? I don't even know if you can read it. Um, no, I've just been hearing about it because I don't like. I, I heard that there's an NDA that he found in his locker, or whatever, from the head of security. But like, did they know what was going on? Did they know what this was. Four? I believe there's like a text message thread that's been revealed about uh, Deshaun asking for them, and then someone in the Texas or- Texans or- organization, like giving him NDAs to give to these women. But Deshaun was like, "Hey, girls are about to say that I touched." Uh, I think I'm- I think like before the massage, asking for NDAs. I, no, I get he wants. Well, I guess I know he wants. Oh, before he even started getting massages, I, I think so. I could be wrong, but I, I'm okay. pretty sure that's. I what just it don't is. know the origin of the whole NDA part of it. So, which, ba- which regardless, you shouldn't. 
Who the hell is giving NDAs out to get him a suit? Like, to get him a massage? Like, People you know, that are trying I know to you, force their right, celebrity into getting blowjobs. That's what I'm saying. You know going down, but, I mean, that's... The, the sad thing about it is it's just like... And there's stories of him begging for oral, like, from... Yeah, it's, <laughs> from well, these women the, the only one thing I wish they would have maybe left out but I guess you have to bring all, all facts to, to the light but like the the one girl that was like told him like hey like what you're doing I can expose you I don't know if she ever asked for money but like threatened to expose him No, then, I, I heard about that and, and she's not one of the people who says like hey do you know what you're doing like you're super famous like this could ruin you okay because the, the way the way because I didn't read it or anything so I heard on um, a pot or a clip on twitter or something mm-hmm. but it was like the way it was just the people were saying it was like like this girl was like trying to frame him or not frame him but uh, like yeah, extort him for money even though he did something bad and mm-hmm. then like when he didn't give it then was gonna like sue which is extorting i mean but regardless i just yeah, I mean, it sucks when that comes out because you know the the shitty people that are gonna have his back will go to that one piece to be like, oh, see, all 25 girls are like this or whatever. Right. And now there's people that have come out that haven't sued. You know, there's 66 right. and there's only 25 that have sued. Well, that 66 could be more because I heard that's what in the last five, four years and or something. And that's just what they found out from this one reporter. Or maybe even less years than it. But it's only like the last few years. It's not mm-hmm. – I, mean, I guess he could have been doing it at Clemson too. Like it could be hundreds of Oh, curls. yeah. Use, like, like, and it probably is. Like people with that kind of a complex that want to use their celebrity to gain sexual favors like that for like it, 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 it's borderline insanity like thinking that he was gonna like just get get away scot-free from this and then he posts something on his instagram story it uses a the baby quote which is a very hilarious rap i didn't know whose rap lyric that was <laughs> just very hilarious use the baby who's also been going on right. like with some shit, a, you know, you know, like, shit hole. what like i so i think the browns just made a like franchise altering terrible they should mistake. Have never have done that in the first place, I think sign him. I don't think any team in the NFL should have signed him until at least all the civil suits were at least finished too. Um, yeah, at, at least even then, like me, more like I wouldn't have signed him if I was an owner. But mm-hmm. you know, people will because it's because he's got money. he's got supreme talent. And this wouldn't yeah. even be a question if he wasn't super. But talented. it's um, it's it's also. I mean, the NFL definitely has to be the blame because what the fuck is taking Roger Goodell so long? What do you what do you take in a year to investigate that the New York Times did in a month or whatever? Yeah, and how did how did the Browns as also, an organization not, you're not like the do police. their own investigation? The, the the NFL has to stop. I mean, I'm okay with you passing swift punishments down and ruin at your own your own will or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you, what are you taking a year to investigate? You're not the FBI. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah, like, it can't be that hard to talk to these women and like. Get, and now these two things come out. It's almost like it's almost like. Whatever you were doing, wherever you, what, whatever stage you were at in your investigation, drop it. Two new people came out, suspension, at least on what is the NFI list, like the non-active exempt, whatever it is. Yeah, the commissioner exempt yeah, list. At least put them on that right away and say mm. suspended indefinitely till like further notice. Right. And then finish up whatever lengthy investigation you guys are doing here. Yeah, like what, that, that a New York Times reporter already figured also, out without it, the I same... Mean, the, it's not the NFL, right, because it's like their third party because they don't actually investigate it. But still, whatever is going on is ridiculous. But, long. like, you know, someone who is a New York Times reporter that probably has less resources than the Browns organization and far less resources than the NFL figured this all out. Yeah, so, like, is it being swept under the rug? Probably because Deshaun Watson's a star. And... 
the Browns are like, what are they that moronic that they're going to give this, the, the record setting guaranteed level contract to somebody, which is insanity I, I was, to, to do to someone who like, you don't like, you would like what you're just lying. You, you, you did, you clearly didn't do the, you, all your homework. You're who, just, who even on field, like even, even without any of these cases, just his, like his talent, he was on the way to be the highest paid, but he wasn't there yet. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. It's just none of it makes he sense. He doesn't. He's not won a Super Bowl. He's not. He, what has he won? One playoff game. Did yeah? Well, did they? I know they won at least one. I don't. I, I, this is a lie. You, you know, like it's just, it's just moronic. Now and they're gonna come back to Baker and be like, hey, um, you still want to play? For they us? just today. <laughs> they just today uh, ex- uh, excluded Baker from mandatory practice or excused Baker from mandatory practice, so he doesn't have to go, which. So That's, I guess um, they're screwed with J- the whole Jacoby Brissett is a guarantee because I don't see a way where Deshaun Watson isn't suspended for at least an entire year. Like, so Jacoby Brissett's going to be on the Browns next year. Um, uh, well, he already is, and he's probably going to be the quarterback for the entire year. Yeah, hundred percent. So like, I don't know. Browns are <laughs> there's there's a reason bad franchises are bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, that's so terrible, but. Well, what else we got? Well, we have Game Three of the NBA Championship um, tonight. Here we um, do. The series is tied one to one, so me and Jeremy's opposite bets are still on play for both of us. the The series heads back to Boston, or not back tonight? to Boston. Well, who do you think I got? I got Warriors and Six. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. The next, <laughs> well, that doesn't mean you have to have them tonight. Um, I, I do. I do think they may split this series, or. Um, at home here, but I'll take Boston. I mean, the record-wise, tell I just I I, I would think last it, game was was a a bad game by all of Boston besides like Tatum. You know, we still we're still like uh, picking up off our conversation last week. Both games technically, well, I mean, I don't want you to count a blowout, but both games were decided by more than ten points. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I would imagine not a close game. One team's going to run away with it at the end. <laughs> That's my bet, um, but I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Warriors uh, solely on the fact that Steph seems, uh, you know, still Steph and kind of unstoppable. And Clay Thompson has been playing like shit. So like, I unless Clay is completely done, he's gonna catch fire at some point. Like, I don't. I don't know why people like. There has to come a time where we have to just accept the fact that Clay is past Clay. Like, you'll still see him. Like, he'll probably have. A, if it goes seven games, he'll have a game or two. But that's mm-hmm. not like who Clay is. I mean, is. I see him on defense, and he still looks like pretty he's slow. I mean, he's he it, he's slow fundamentally. Well, I he saw looks the, fine. I, I, I know. Well, I mean, everyone notices, but like he he looks slow on the dribble, and like even with defense, when he's like planted and then has to go left or right quick, like his feet are slow. But there were I, I saw a stat before I came over here, like off the dribble right now, he's like like two for eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like he just has no lift. Like he can't. Dude, like that's, but that's also not. Clay also can score thirty points from taking no dribbles. Yeah, just, just standing there, but catch and shoot. Like it, it's just which is which is. I don't off think so far. if we ever see Clay again, we're gonna have to wait till next year when he gets more strength in his legs. But I don't think I don't expect it in this series. I don't, we haven't seen it this year. Well, we just need him. To, like we've only seen him two good games every series this playoffs. I don't know why people are expecting him every like. Oh, where's he at? Like, what do you mean? Where's he at? Where this is where he's been. Yeah, well, I I think people are expecting him to catch fire, and like I like think like, you know, someone with, like a shooter, like because he's a he's he's probably one of the best shooters in the league. Well, I like, expect him basically on his 
uh, prior reputation, reputation, not like how he's playing now. So I'm expecting him to be able to come alive at some point in this series. And, you know, Clay's the best I've ever seen Clay is when his back's against the wall. And, uh, you know, their back's not against the wall right now, so maybe it's not going to be this game. But Steph can do a lot. And Boston is prone to meltdowns. I, I, like, what I've been telling you about this for, like, the last month, basically, if it got to this series, why I picked Boston is because they're – their size should be able to bully them. They should attack Steph because he's not a good defender. I don't care what anyone says. He's not that undersized. The guy's six three. He's not that undersized. He's just not that good at defense. Now, he's serviceable, but he's not that good. Yeah. But they should attack him, and they should like the other day. What was it? So the first or second game, he had three fouls before halftime. That's a that's bad. Like that puts you yeah. in a tough spot. He had none the second half. The first thing you should do is come out and pick and roll until he switches on you and back him down. But all the NBA wants to do now is shoot threes or drive to the rim. Well, then that's a like, that's a failure on the Boston coach. It then. is. That's what I'm saying. But that's why I or, said. Or Steve Kerr did something, which right. like, Steve Kerr needs to be talked about as one of the best coaches of all time. Uh, like because well, of yeah, Steve their sheer a, dominance Steve right now. Steve Kerr is a very good coach um, defensively as well. That's why I really like him and their movement. Like he's very good at getting people open in movement. Like how mm. Clay and Steph just are running. Like how Rip used to do, just run nonstop along the baseline yeah. to get open. Like that's pretty much what they do along the top though more. Mm. Um, but I guess um, the one man. Steph is so damn good, though. He is he is carrying that team. And he's the best player on the court. He, I will say this, just to, just to shit on him a little bit, just to be a, a devil's advocate mm-hmm. in me. Just to be annoying and a bastard. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this, though. Like, people – what, what did Steph have the other day, though? He had 21 points in the first quarter. Did and then he the had, second. like, he had like 12 points the rest of the game. That's yeah. not – like, if you look at the score at the end of the game, good game. Total game, he didn't have a good game. He had a very good quarter, and that's it. Right. But – and then the last game, he really only had one good quarter, too. Like, he hasn't put, which is scary, he hasn't put together four quarters. But at the same time, he probably never I will in his say, career, really. if you shoot 12 threes a game, you should be getting, like, 15. Year number two, entertainment. I think that gets a little under. I mean, I know he's a great shooter, but you shoot 12, 15 threes a game, you should, I mean, you make five, that's 15 points, and you still missed 15 or 10. Right. Yeah, um, you know, go go dubs. His threes are just ridiculous. <laughs> They're not like my three. A stand up top of the foot on the line basically, you know. <laughs> now what do we got? We got entertainment. Yeah, we have entertainment. So we gotta talk about the new post Malone album. <laughs> oh I got a oh I oh, I have a story for you about this album. Okay, well, here I'll. What are you playing? The perch, perlude, or whatever? Well, uh, reputation. Or, oh, that, whatever. Is that is that the? What's the first one? Reputation. Okay, that's. I don't know why I think perlude. Um, but yeah, so twelve carat toothache came out on last Friday, and Jeremy, let's hear what you got to say. Oh. I'm going to assume you liked it just because you're a Post fan. You won't say anything bad. <laughs> um, I So I listened to it, the ha- oh, not half, but like half of it riding the bike the other day or whatever to the bonfire. Um, I wasn't that impressed. But then yesterday when I was working out, I listened to the whole album. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
there was not one song I wanted to replay. <laughs> and not only that, I felt like there were so many moments throughout the album playing that I was like, this seems like just the last album a little bit with different words. Like he hasn't expanded at all. He's just using the same tone, same flow. Like like it all seemed like he has nothing to besides your voice. There's you're not even differentiating that, but. And then that kid, Kid Leroy, is just what is he a wannabe Post Malone? He's got the same voice as him. Uh, he's got he's, same, he's definitely like, influenced same by Post. voice and style. Yeah, um, but I will say so when that album was on though, when I was working out last night, and like in my head, I got done with an exercise and I was like, man, I haven't wanted to replay one of these songs. And then I start doing I don't know what exercise I was doing, but I was in the middle of it and like breathing heavy, and all of a sudden I was like. Were you masturbating? No, <laughs> I was doing I was doing jumping jacks. I think it was jumping jacks or jump rope. But I was like breathing heavy and counting like my thing. So I wasn't really paying attention to the the song as much. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this song's actually dope. I want to replay this one. And it was it somehow all time low. That oh, one song yeah, I showed yeah. you got mixed into the middle of that album when it was playing. That's the only song I wanted to replay. <laughs> it's not even on it. There's a song I think called All Time Low on it by John Beeline. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah. no, he doesn't. It, unless it okay. is, it's just the same exact song that's been out for like four years. Um, why, unless he redid the lyrics that I didn't know about, but he kept the chorus the same. No, it's not. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of... Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of one right now for some reason. I started cracking up when I was do, like doing the jumping jacks when I thought about them. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to tell Nick this. He's going to be mad. <laughs> I'm actually not mad. Um, when I first listened to the album, there's only one song that I immediately fell in love with. It was the Lemon Tree song. Uh, does that one go? Um, <laughs> well, I can play. There was the one right song here. that, I, I'm but not it's gonna like say, it's, it's the it, only song I kind of remember. The what finger? Oh, you got me wrapped around your finger. finger. <laughs> he like does that. Yeah, po- post. That's what. That's like his like calling card. He does like, it heavy on that part. I don't know why I like it. But this one, it just sounds like, you know, it sounds like some kind of music. It sounds like Nick music, you know, like at least with the guitar right here. You know, it's just, uh, but, uh, I won't say it was bad. I won't say it was bad. Well, I, it I, just wasn't my expectation. What I was going to say is like, that's like when I, when I listen to Hollywood's bleeding, like the, all the songs on that are like super catchy and like yeah, ear, earworms. But then I listened to this one the first time. I was like, okay, yeah, damn. I'm a little disappointed. I, like, I love other than the song lemon tree, like, which I like, it's my favorite post Malone song. I, I love that song now. Um, but then I listened to it again. And then today I listened to it six more times. <laughs> and, I don't know how you do that. Um, I got like that reputation song, the one that opens it, like the really slow, like piano one. Take my own life just to save yours. And then, like you know, once you listen to the album more, you start actually listening to the lyrics and not just how the song yeah, goes. I mean, I did give it one one take so far. I just felt like, and, and I guess that's. I mean. If I'm distracted, I should, like, part of me wants to, like, know certain songs, but it literally, for an hour of working out, it felt like it was just one co- constant song. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like, I thought you'd, like, you just do something different yeah. with your own flow or, like, whatever. I mean, like, I disagree. Like, that Lemon Tree song I just showed, like, that's a very slow, melodic song. Reputation is, like, something, like, that I've never really heard Post Malone do songs like that. And then he also has another, like, one was just him and the piano. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I get what you're saying, but 
you you also have listened to it eight times already. Yeah, that's true. Um, so <laughs> you listen to it eight times, and you're also a huge like post like right. to a casual for like you know I'm not a first time I'm a, a post fan. Mm. His last album, not like you, but mm. um, it's just it man it, it it can he can be hard to differentiate his songs apart if you're distracted. You know yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like because I wasn't like listening to the lyrics fully and stuff. It was just the more of the tune while I'm working out. But I was like. Yeah, no song like pumped me up to turn back at all, or even lyrically was like, oh, that was a good note. Like, I want to listen to that again. Yeah. Like, there's many times I'll just watch like a video of a, any like song and be like, oh, that guy hit a sweet note and just watch that note like 10 times. <laughs> like, nothing in that made me want to do that. Well, Besides like that finger one, just because the, I don't know. I know he does that all the time, like the, the goat voice or whatever it's called. I don't know. Like the, but, where, like the, yeah, but there was like a, the way he did it in that one was different than he normally does a little bit, and I was like, okay, that's what I was looking for—like little subtle things in your voice to do different. Well, and Lemon Tree, maybe like, like I said, I was working out, so I'll give it another listen when I'm not, and see how. Uh, you're gonna listen but. to the entire entirety of it when I drive you up north on uh, Saturday. So <laughs> I don't think that trip is that long. Um, the album is only, I think, 50 minutes long, and the trip up there is 55 minutes. So. All right? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> But um, uh, what I what I'm saying is like, uh, you know, me like when I, what I like the most about songs is the lyrics, like the, it, the most over over anything else, and this one has just such. It's so surprising with some of the music you listen to. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I do like like catchy songs, which like, I know like, that you like can like anything. I mean, but I, you know, I come from brand new and modest mouse, which that's are, how like, I am with with my rap. Is, yeah, that's why I really love NF. Right, but There's I get what you're saying with that though. There's plenty of songs that I absolutely love, and they are just the worst lyrics though. Mm. But like, there's there's catchy tunes, or like they sound good. But like the first album or the first song of this one is Reputation, and he like he he is like kind of a not like directly quoting, but you can tell that he's like because he has a it's one of the lyrics is like um, you're you're a superstar, entertain us, which is a fucking like entertain us is like from nirvana like they're when the lights out it's less dangerous here we are now entertain us is that what it's from or I, is it I, I, or I, I, entertain I it, the magazine no i think it's like you're a superstar so entertain us like you're like you basically you're just come on get go out there and <laughs> it could just be entertain us and not I mean, uh, there could be many things to it, but I, I don't know. I, it feels like that that whole song is like I don't know. I really like that. Do song, Do you ever too. listen to like? Um, Hold on, let me let me finish talking YouTube about this about these. No, um, uh, but um, uh, Lemon Tree also awesome. Um, I I really like the whole the whole thing. The only one I don't really care for that much is the second to last one, which is the one with the weekend, which I think is oh, on I the radio. The, I absolutely hate. I just the don't like the weekend. Every single song of his sounds the damn same. Yeah, I knew exactly when that when that song came in when I was working out because I was like, "Is this the weekend?" I was like, "Jesus, I like." And people are calling him the new Michael Jackson, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Isn't that what they said about Bruno. Maybe. <laughs> um, no, but I I would suggest though for you for the album to like watch those like 
YouTube reaction videos because like it's really just breaking. Well, a lot of people break down videos. Some people just react to the song and dance. But mm -hmm. I listen to those a lot f to see other people's reactions of the video because they do just like like that. Like entertain us. What well, one guy might be like, oh, it was from Nirvana. One guy might be like, oh no, it was for Entertain the Magazine. That's what this was about. And someone might be like, nope, it's just to entertain the crowd. But like everyone has their own, and you never kind of know. So it's like. Did he purposely put this word in here to make people think it could be four things? Like Eminem does a lot like that. Mm -hmm. Or did he just put it in there for one simple thing and, and people just rode with it? But I, I, yeah, I love listening to those because I, sometimes I don't get lyrics too. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll listen to this. Well, I, that's why I like the, the when uh, songs that are like super good that you like. Like, you know, like for me, like I don't, I don't necessarily know if I would like to do that because I'd like to figure out my own path from these lyrics but yeah that's a, i mean, after I mean post one is like clearly i haunted. you've already i mean you like you said you've listened to it eight <laughs> times already Nick. i assume yeah. you already like have no like that's what i'm saying not like your first time listening you go listen to a reaction because you don't know what's going on but like, like once you get <laughs> yeah, yeah part yeah. of the reason i do it is is for that but part of it is um to like especially if it's someone i like and not a lot of people know mm -hmm. or listen to and then it's like i get joy out of watching someone else like find them and be like, oh mm. man, we're sleeping on this person. Like, oh, this lyric was so sweet. And be like, man, no one ever, everyone glosses over this. And finally, someone caught it or whatever. Like, right. Like, there, there's lyrics and songs that I think are awesome all the time. And like, I feel like when it's on and I'm like waiting for like that lyric over everyone, like people don't react to it like how I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, what the hell? Like, did you guys not, do you not understand what that means or something? Like, that's why it's dope. great when sitting down listening to music with like someone else and showing them a song like to like I like to like say like this is what this lyric means to me and this is why I think it's so special and monumental and also another thing about this album he's got some cool features on it like he's got Doja Cat who I fucking love Doja Cat um, but then the the weirdest and coolest feature he has is he has Fleet Foxes on there yeah I, I don't which they don't even is. say a word but they just like going like like weird mouth stuff which is what Fleet Foxes is known for um, so they're like a just like do beats on the side uh no they're they're like a they're fuck what kind of or like the like they're like this kind of a band canon canon like all 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 this like this vocal harmony mm. stuff like which isn't like because they don't like sing any lyrics or verses it's just this shit and they're featured on it, what a which way is to get famous. Just moaning. Well, Fleet Foxes, <laughs> people know Fleet Foxes. I, I think is they, this all their music they do? They never sing. No, they sing. I was gonna say then, how many people know Fleet Foxes? They never sing. I'm sure you you know a Fleet Foxes song. I just can't think of any right now. Fleet Fox. It makes me think of that. Uh, Fireflies. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's not Fleet Foxes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm not recognizing any Owl, Owl City. So we had music on at work today. You know, I always tell you about Flora's Dead Quiet. Uh huh. Someone was playing music today, and me and my leader had a one on one. Yeah. And we went down to a different floor just to, you know, chat. And we come back up, and I'm like, oh, I was like, or I told him in the one on one, I was like, I'm happy to hear music on the floor today. Like, it finally, like, feels a little more uplifting in there and he's like yeah it's really weird being over here it's so quiet and then we get back to our desk and like five minutes later he ims me and he, he sits next to me but you don't say it out loud because everyone can hear but yeah he, he goes 
So the other leader next to me already has gotten six people that have been complaining about the music. Oh, no. (laughs) Are you shitting me? People really just want to, like, it's just a bunch of introverts, like, completely. (laughs) They just don't want to speak and no music, just silence. Like, all right, whatever. But, yeah, my, my leader told me today, like, a lot of people have been complaining. He's only been here for a month on this team. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's. I'm trying to do like things to have fun and and they're like no this is just work grind yeah would you would you consider yourself an introverted extrovert yeah yeah well I mean I'm you're you're extroverted but like I'm introverted but if I'm comfortable around people then yeah I'm I'm extroverted yeah you just got to break the seal a little bit yeah just gotta break the seal (laughs) yeah new people scare me because I'm afraid of what they what they're judging me I feel Mm. like they're already judging me negatively which is a, a terrible thing it must be torture. They might not even give a you shit about You are living in me. your own hell. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it works <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait to see what guests you have for this podcast next week. It's just going to be me running back and forth between the mics. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, what do you think? I think this is Jeremy. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's 12 Carat Toothache. Um, give it another listen, everybody, and uh, let us know what you think. I don't need, you're not going to let us know, but <laughs> <laughs> nope, just got a text fan. Um, uh, what else is going on in the entertainment world? Jeremy, you said you had something to say about Bonnaroo. Oh no, I just figured you'd talk about it more since it's closer. Oh. <laughs> you have like lineup scheduled, like, you know, your days all scheduled out already. Uh, well, I, are you winging it? I, well, I have a certain acts that I I have pretty much one act that I will not miss. The rest is all kind of fluid. The chicks? No, I don't plan on seeing the. Come chicks. on, I've the already Dixie I, chicks live are awesome. I I saw them already in concert. Okay, with my right, with my mom, which was that's acceptable. Which was not a great time because it was raining. We were on the top of the hill and we left early because my mom was not having a good time. That was a terrible Christmas present that I got her. It's probably honestly <laughs> one of the one of the only artists or bands there that i would probably know most of their songs and lyrics to, like lyrics to them well you're thinking of their old stuff they probably have new stuff yeah i'm sure they're playing their old shit too you gotta play some earl well when when you're on uh when you're in a festival you know they play like only like hour-long sets so yeah, it's so it's like so they might play only i don't know what they're gonna actually I, they probably are gonna play their popular stuff yeah, because they're at a festival yeah. yeah i'm thinking of this wrong maybe but uh what, what are your main ones to go to one I'm going to, no matter what, see is Arlo Parks, um, who I don't think any people know about, but I don't. Uh, I really like her, and she is very good. Um, I also plan on seeing. I have a, there's a conflict between two people that I really want to see. My next two, which is Nathaniel Rateliff. I was gonna say you've got to see him, right? But he plays at the same time Tierra Whack plays, and I really want to see Tierra Whack. Um, Sounds whack. <laughs> She, you've heard some of her songs because of they've did been you on my playlist. Did you know Tierra Whack before Bonnaroo, or did you kind of see the lineup and be like, I want to listen to some of these people? I knew about her not before my first Bonnaroo, but um, way before she was announced on this lineup. Okay. Because that, like, what, I know I always mention Rossberry, but like that when that lineup came out, like, I wouldn't listen to a shit to those people because I'm like, mm. I don't know any of these people, and all my friends do because they've, they've been to a bunch of concerts. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well. No, I, I honestly people. haven't listened to men, much music from like the lineup that I don't know. Like I've listened to because Arlo Parks was going, and I really loved the song Eugene that she has. And then I started listening to more, and like everything I've heard from her, like fucking really like. So I'm definitely gonna go see her, but I'm gonna have to leave Robert Plant, who is um, mm. 
you know Robert Plant, yeah. right? The the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Um, I'm gonna leave them early to go to Tierra Whack. Uh, or not I Tierra Whack, sorry, to Arlo Park. Because I mean, it's not like it's prime Robert Plant. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. It's successful to leave that. His <laughs> voice probably gives out at that point. Other than that, wherever the wind takes me, you know, I don't. I, there's other people I want to see, but like no one I need to see. Hopefully, um, I told Jeff some artists to listen to, but I know you guys won't listen to them. So like I was who? like, I was like, if you branch out on your own, just walk around, like find these guys, like Whiskey Myers, um, um, Joy Alatican. I tried to show you guys. I tried to show you guys a lot of these, but Sophia turned them off. <laughs> Sophia, me. you, <laughs> you goddamn music Nazi. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do think you guys just would like them. You guys just didn't listen to them yet. But if you ran across yeah. them, maybe in the woods, you, I, I do think you would enjoy them. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm probably, you know, seeing live music. At Bonnaroo, there was only one artist that, like, I was like, I don't really care for this. And it was, um, fucking, who's that Take Me to Church guy? Is it Eric Church? No. Take me to church. Oh, is that Hoosier? Like a... oh, oh, yeah, Hoosier. Hoosier. Oh, is it? I thought it was Hoosier. <laughs> Hoosier. I was going to say that or Hosier. I thought it was like French or something. It's not Hoosier. It might be Hosier. I don't, I don't know. But me and Joe were watching that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Joe turns to like, do you want to leave? And I'm like, kind of. He's like, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, it's cool. Like one of these songs, but all these songs sound exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like Hozier. So <laughs> no, um, that's probably the only song I, I probably know more because of radio, but yeah, fall in love just a little or a little bit every day. Dum, dum, dum. I hate that. Take me to church song. That's I, I, me too. I didn't like it before it even got overplayed. It was <laughs> dumb. I worship like a dog at the dead in the night. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, there's gonna be a, a like you know. Last time I went, I didn't know Post Malone, and I saw him and yeah. came back and like find someone like that. Now I'm time. gonna get a Post Malone tattoo of his newest album. Hopefully you do, and come <laughs> come back for the rest of the summer to just bug us about some new artist <laughs> nonstop. All of a sudden you change your whole style again to that. And artist. Now I'm into EDM. <laughs> <laughs> just comes back with huge gauges or something <laughs> <laughs> so have you have you heard a lot of lapuza um have you heard of that lapuza yeah, yeah. it's a tongue twister um mm, that's in chicago so my no there's one in okay so is yeah, there a different... is, no it's only in chicago is there something... so there might be some like in like like other countries but... yeah okay so there's one in england this year or london or whatever mm. yeah england um my boss or my one-on-one, he was taught he, he was he was telling me to take some time off because I have a lot of PTO or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't really do much besides golf or whatever. He's like, oh, I go to like a, a festival or something. I was like, oh, my cousin's going to Bonnaroo soon. He's like, oh, I'd love to go there. I'm going to Lala Lala whatever Lala Palooza. Um, <laughs> like, I'm going there in, in in England, which I thought it was a U.S., but he was like, yeah, he said he's going. He's like, it's the first time out of the country, and he's like, yeah, it'll be great. Four days of just music drinking and and then he just paused and i was like is this guy about like <laughs> tell me he's doing go, go on there and he just he's just like yeah good time and i was like okay <laughs> i know what you're doing over there you're at a festival i just assume um so the 22 lineup for Lollapalooza. i think he said august or september he's doing it it's july 28th through 31st it's in central or grant park in chicago um so Thursday, Metallica, Little Baby, Jasmine Sullivan, Billy Strings, Zoo. Billy Strings is gonna be at Bonnaroo. Um, also, Dua Lipa. Billy Strings, you should see. Uh, I I I will. I'm gonna try to go see Billy Strings. 
Um, Dua Lipa, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly is also going to be at Bonnaroo, and I'm not going to go there unless I get word that Megan Fox is going to be there just because I want to see Reagan from New Girl. Doesn't uh, she hate him now? I thought they were still together. Are they not together anymore? I don't know. I, I, well, they are, but I heard that they're in trouble or something. Glass Animals. Hear, oh, J. Cole's going to be at Bonnaroo. I'm going to see his set. Uh, Kygo, Big Sean. Big Sean's from Detroit, right? Yeah, Big Sean's tight. Uh, Some of them. Ooh, Green Day, J-Hope, Jane's Addiction, okay, The Kid Leroy. Is, it's not La 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 Pluto. What is it then he was saying? What is a London concert? No, I mean, I know there's a La La Pluto that happens in like Brazil. It did say seven countries, but I don't. London concert. Uh, let me say September. Have you, you, the only festival you've been to is Rothbury. That's a camping festival, right? That's what the Electric Forest is now? Yeah. Where does that take place? Which is completely different than what the Electric Forest is about, I guess, because it's more mm-hmm. EDM, I believe. Jerry, when this happens, click later. Later, Gator. I don't know what it means. And this is just something that pops up my computer. We're trading to teach Jeremy how to do it. And it, just so you know, as long as these minute things are going up, then you're good. I was going to say that it's still recording that. Yep. <laughs> um, what were you about to say, though? Um, uh, Rothbury. Where is Electric Forest? Or formerly known as Rothbury Rothbury Michigan I believe that's just it's just the city it's like how far so, so it's over it? here it's like, so like um, two hours away from where we live which about two and a half yeah about two and a half it's a, a lot of Amish hmm. so my my roommate in college his grandma lived like in the city over which I don't know what I don't, what is the biggest city around there maybe Muskegon or something like that mm-hmm. um, but it's like north of that but Ionia so we stayed at his grandma's and we were she has like a bunch of acres and they had a pond back there with like a cabin. So we were walking to the pond and all of a sudden there's just like a, like 20 like Amish people swimming and around the pond. He's like, Oh, those are all the neighbors. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And like, they all kind of like scattered, but um, yeah, it was like a huge Amish area, but it's um, yeah, it's just West side of the state. Okay. Nice. Well, we're going to have to take you to Bonner double J ranch, wherever that's technically at, I guess. You know, this is a, one of the things about Bonner this year is their uh, attendance is going to be the lowest they've had in a long time. Like when I went, it was eighty to one hundred thousand people attending, and this year they're projected about thirty thousand. So Why? Um, I think there's a lot of reasons uh, because festivals have kind of sprouted up everywhere. Yeah, Bonner doesn't have the strongest of lineups. Yeah, it's true. And you know they've also canceled it two, two years, years in a row. Say, yeah, and last year it was like a really random cancellation. Like, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't because of COVID. It was just because there was a random hurricane. Yeah. Um, so we oh, were, and, and, and there was a bunch of shit with people getting their money back. Uh, so I think people have lost. It's hard it. to plan for something like you did for two years and still yeah. have the same hype to it, you know, right. The third year. I know. Like I should, this should be my fourth Bonnaroo I'm going to instead. It's my second. Which is like you know I've been waiting over a thousand and one hundred days since I've been there last. I'm excited for you to go. It's been a long two years of listening to. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like truly, I have not talked. Every time we've met in the last three years, essentially, I have not not talked about it. You know. (laughs) It's um. I'm glad Joe's going for you guys. That'll be Mm -hmm. that'll be good. Yeah, we get me, Joe, and Sophia, who went the first year, as in 2019. Just Joe, because I think Joe and Jeff's music align somewhat. Yeah, but like, and then we get to bring four other people who have never been. So you're gonna have a great like. Who? Brad. Brad has never been. Who is going? Joe or I'm sorry. Um. Oh, Jeff. Jeff's never been. Who is going? Sophia's friend Dante's never been. Who's going? And okay. my friend Olivia, who has never been, is going. 
So, okay. you know, you'll you'll at least get Joe. That girl's never been, and she's um, just a huge Bonnaroo fan. You, well, she lives like relatively close, like three hours closer than we do, and she's definitely heard about it. You know, everyone right. in the Midwest hears about Bonnaroo. Oh yeah, I've, I mean, I've heard about Bonnaroo since college. Right, um, but yeah, so Bonnaroo. What's the other one in like Kansas? I don't, I don't even know if it's still a festival anymore. I don't know about one in Kansas, but the other big ones are like Coachella, which is like in well, LA, yeah, Those I are think. all new. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm Coachella's just Coachella's like pretty old. Or Burning Man, maybe? No, no, no. Those are newer. Because like, like the big festivals like when I was in college were... I mean, Woodstock? Bonnaroo. Rothbury was a, a huge one at that time. But, uh, I'm well, sad for that the that first failed. year, but 10K in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I think it was called Land of 10K because it's 10,000 lakes there. Um well, what that's in it? Minnesota. Or Minnesota, that's what I meant. Sorry, okay. Wisconsin. Um, what was the one in, like, Kansas area? Maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking t- Tennessee. I mean, there are so many now. Like, there, I thought there was another one that's basically, like, Bonnaroo, like, size-wise, too, but, like, mm-hmm. more in tornado teria, territory. Jesus. <laughs> what is wrong with your voice today? <laughs> or your, your, your speech? That, I have a speech <laughs> impediment. Um, we're learning that right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one just tongue twisted me up. I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, they're from uh, the Great Plains, so the twisters are there. <laughs> but like Okeechobee and Huluween, I think, are the ones that I've heard that are closest to Bonnaroo. Um, maybe Coachella, but Coachella is more like for no, I like in- influencers at this yeah, point. Yeah, that yeah, that's Burning Man I, I always is something thought Coachella else. Coachella in- for the long. I don't even know how long Coachella's been around, but I always thought like for the first few years at least, it was just strictly rich people concert for rich people i didn't know like if just me could go there i thought you had to like have like a million bucks to go there there's just oh. rich snooty like people there well i heard because it's in kelly <laughs> i heard this from the people that i won the tickets from uh from story by the rubas the people um they're they got they said they lucked into getting tickets to burning man which i didn't know burning man was like hard to get tickets for mm-hmm. so apparently that's like the granddaddy of them all i think i don't i don't really know it's um you know what burning man is obviously right it's like you burn the, a giant man but you know the whole setting of the place isn't it in a desert yeah there there's literally i think you drive like a, a an hour in like in the desert of nothing and then there's just a large like wooden structure that's burning like a dude it's a concert right which is almost like a to me when i saw photos of it i'm like this looks like what should be was in the woods and like how at some time like it's just (laughs) like it looked it's just people dancing around a giant like burning structure listening to music and getting drunk and drugs but um i heard a lot of people get like i don't know necessarily overdose but like pass out because of all the drugs and the heat and just like dancing and not drinking water but yeah, I heard it's like a gruel. It's like a grind. Like a festival is a grind just to go to. I mean, it's a lot of standing. You, you don't have, you know, couches, beds. It's four days of nonstop drinking. But that's in the desert, so it's different. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much uh, cool with just going to Bonnaroo. Yeah, I have no interest in going to Burning Man. <laughs> I have no interest in going to Coachella. I didn't really have an – I did have an interest of Bonnaroo, like, what was it, two years ago when I was – when, when Mike Wells was going to go, potentially, because Mark is mm. King Band, and that, that band alone would have made me, like, was I was ready to go. I would love to see. And then he's coming in October. Yeah. Me and Mike Get Wells ready. are going. October 22nd. 
Nick here, I'm going to force you to go. Yeah, I'm pro- I probably will go. I'm not buying tickets for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some time to rebuild my bank account after the amount of money I've spent in this last month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a, I guess, a lull in money spending until the golf trip. The golf trip's not that expensive. I mean, it's like 500 tops. I got like a month and a half. I guess it, that could be a lot. Until but... Jake's wedding, and then the booty bowl draft, and then the golf trip. That's Is this all. wedding a lot? So, are, are we getting an Airbnb or anything, or should I just book a hotel room? We should just get a hotel room. Okay. We can just share one if you're okay with that. That's fine. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be fine with that. And, uh,. Yeah, well, um, as the last moments of entertainment wind down, Jeremy, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm like halfway through the second season of Barry now. I've made a lot of progress. Oh, a lot of progress. Okay. Oh, that ending of season one was brilliant. It was just, I, that was weird though. I thought it ended, and then like I got up to do something, I came back, and I thought it was, and thought it was season one, or episode mm. one of season two, and then, oh shit, what did even happen at the end of season? Who who died? Oh, he killed the cop. Yep. Oops, sorry alert. if I spoiled, but whatever. <laughs> at this point, you should have watched that at least season one. Um, but when he did that, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, and then it ended, and I was like, what just happened? Did I just literally take an well, hour in the kitchen right then? Do you think you can? Do you think you can uh, finish season two and season three by the time I come back for oh, yeah. two Wednesdays? Because the the season I had four episodes done last Wednesday, and now I'm I've done what? Well, how many episodes are there? I've done like 10 episodes. Well, the season finale for this season comes out on Sunday, I which that. I will not watch but uh, because I'm going to be away. But I'll watch it before our podcast. So we can we can do a um, deep dive into yeah, um, Barry. I'm pretty hooked on it right now. Like I've I've gotten um, – I stayed up till 2 in the morning the other day watching it, and I wanted to stay up longer. But I was like, man, i got to wake up at 6. The last two, two episodes, I think, of season two are my favorite. Press the space bar. Beer number three, politics. All right, we are moving on to politics. Um, uh, our intern is shouting stuff back there. Uh, get back in your cage. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, yeah. So on to politics, Jeremy. Um, uh, how you feeling about the world? Oh, I guess I really haven't paid attention too much to the outside world besides Russia's constant threat of destroying the world. And um, <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey. What happened there? Matthew McConaughey went to the White House and uh, did a speech about gun control and stuff. Because like, he is you know, a Texan. For gun control? Yeah. Um, not necessarily. Or he, he's, he's for having guns or whatever. Or he, he's not, he's yeah. for doing something, which it's... You know, kind of. I I truly think it's a fruitless argument that anything is going to be done about any of this. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's why I try to say I I try not like it. It can sound shitty, but like, what's the point of always concerning myself and bringing myself down if mm-hmm. I know shit ain't changing? Never has, never will. Well, at least in terms with guns in this country, with the current layout of the Senate and the current layout of the Supreme Court, more importantly, like anyone's is that is suggesting banning uh, assault rifles is stupid because that's even if somehow we got some Republicans to agree and go along with it in the Senate, it's something that's going to be overturned in the Supreme court based on the second amendment immediately because of the makeup of it right now. So I think that that is a very stupid idea to talk about when we should talk about other things to make more the community more safe. Why don't we talk about, stop talking about the second amendment and amendments that were done what 200 years ago 
Like, I, I, get, I mean, I agree. I, 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 I'm, I mean, I, I understand the, the point of, you know, foundations, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to just wipe out all pass. I mean, and granted, yes, bad pass shit like that, but we can reform our, our, our policies and stuff and not yeah, just we keep might... saying second amendment like times have changed from what they were then and now. i mean surely we should have a constitutional convention and rewrite it right. but like that's just never going to happen because it creates a division which is why i have been trying to focus the impotence on everything towards uh abolishing the police which i have now i'm now back on the abolish the police train which I'm, uh, which I'm gonna try to convince you of right now. You won't convince me because you won't convince me of it because we had briefly this talk the other day, mm-hmm. and the OCD in me was up for like six in the morning thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And what made me so mad that night was that we were saying the same exact thing, mm-hmm. but I wasn't saying the term you heard in a podcast. So you were telling me I was not wrong, but I wasn't. Right, and I was like, "We are literally saying the same exact thing. I'm just not using your term, or, like saying it the way you're saying. It. I'm just saying it a different way. Like the word reform to me means something different than it does to you. So when I say what well, you're saying, abolish police. I say mm-hmm. reform, please. We're essentially saying because what I'll let you say in a minute what your your whatever your the, the background yeah, yeah, yeah. of abolishing, but." We're essentially saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Like, we are. I'm saying a different word. Thinking to me, it means one thing. Where to you, my word doesn't mean that, and yours does. I, and that's what was making me so mad. I'm like, we were arguing about the same thing, but against each other because we weren't using the same damn word. Okay. Well, the reason I say abolish over reform is because of uh, previous cases in the Supreme Court that have been ruled in the police's favor, and that have to be ruled in the police's favor. Um, which I will walk you through. Um, so back in the day, like there's, there's a great radio lab podcast that everyone can listen to if they want just look up, uh, no special duty on, uh, Spotify and listen to that podcast, uh, by radio lab. They will tell you everything I'm about to say in a much more detailed in a much more, uh, romantic way of, uh, explaining it. Romantic. Like, like candle. <laughs> mm. Like, I mean, I shouldn't say romantic because it's a very horrifying story. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a weird, weird, weird word to throw into that. <laughs> but, but. but romance doesn't always have to be good. I got what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, basically what it comes down to is there were, there were police in, uh, a, a subway situation where there was a violent known, uh, serial killer that was on the subway and people asked him for help, whatnot. They said, you're not the – whatever, they ignored it. And then the guy started stabbing people, and then the civilians had to tag him to the ground. Then the police came out and got him once they realized he didn't have a gun. Basically, they're – eventually the police got sued because they ignored the fact that they, were, they knew the guy was there. Uh, and they just were afraid he had a gun, so they didn't go in, which is remarkably similar to Uvalde with the school shooting of kids where they – that's a cra- I'm still not sure what's all going on with that. that. Like that's a clusterfuck of mistakes and on like bad like that's just a mess. Right, but unfortunate. So, so like you can't do anything about it though unless you that you can try to sue the police department. But there's precedent where like nothing is going to happen because police don't have an actual constitutional right to uh, protect. 
Like they they it's, they they say protect and serve, but they don't actually face any consequences if they don't do their job as protecting and serving, which is not actually their job. It's just what they say their job is, right? So like like the people in Uvalde, they're not going to get in trouble remotely at all. Like so, uh, I mean, well, that's a tough. Let, let me go on. Let thing. me go on. Let me go on. Um, uh, so like that doesn't get ha- that that doesn't happen. There's another case that happens where. Uh, a, a mother's kids get kidnapped by the father who the mother has a restraining order against and against the kids too. And she calls and calls and calls and calls and the police just keep doing nothing. And then they're like, okay, you have a restraining order. Like, yeah, we get it. And then they don't do anything. And then the father shows up at the police department and goes outside and starts shooting at the police department. Cops shoot and kill him, go into the back of his truck, three dead kids back there. Cause the, the father had killed the kids and the police chose to not, ref- not, to not enforce the restraining order or not do anything about it. And so she sues the police and nothing happens because police don't have to actually do that. They, they can, and they have the power to enforce restraining orders, but they don't have to. And the reason that that has to happen like that is because if police are required to like protect and serve and like follow up on all these things, then that's going to go down the ladder so much like where as if if you're jaywalking across the street police have they have a they they can't use discretion or else they're going to be legally uh le- legally uh reprimanded uh if they don't enforce the laws perfectly they have no discretion right the Jacob Blake shooting was over restraining order that's why they showed up because he had a restraining order and shouldn't have been there right well they can but doesn't mean they have to right no i i'm i'm saying i just i know that one was uh one of the big shootings that Right. That, so so that thing came up. So so like so one of the natural the natural escalation of this argument is going to be that okay, well let's make police legally responsible and have to do these things. Like they have to go and stop the shooter that's going into Evolve. They can't run away and hide. And they can't create a perimeter and just let him go in there and shoot a bunch of kids while they're, they're making sure cowards. they're not gonna... those guys are cowards well right so like one of the natural things would be to like make them legally be responsible if they if they are being cowards you know right because that's what we have cops for but if we do that then we have a police state because then they have to they have to do everything if they ever see anything slightly out of line they have to do everything so that's also not a realistic solution which is why <clears throat> i get to abolishing the police and creating and 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 replacing it with different forms of of things you know like like you can have people that are yes maybe there's certain teams i don't know what you're going to want to call them that are obligated like you know like almost military style training to go in when these situations are and like like you know like like if if you've all day like there's a shooter like okay those people are in there and if they are going to be afraid then you know maybe you can press charges against them that's that's one of the biggest things, I mean, I know it's a little a little off point, but how do you sign up to be a cop and then be afraid to use your weapon, like, to, to protect and serve? That whole, like, mm-hmm. I don't know the whole story. I mean, there's, like, millions of different things, but it all leads to a huge miscommunic- miscommunication and lack of effort mm-hmm. to do your damn job as a cop. But, like, you're wearing that shield get your ass in there. It's like what you're supposed to do is care about the public over yourself in a way. Yeah, but that's just not, it's that's just, just, that's just like, I, the, I get the human that's aspect. A, that's of a fantasy fear, dream but, you, but that's like you, and then maybe those people were never in that situation before, but like, it's still like you, right. Like that's, it's like, like you have people it's like signing up for war and then be like, all right, we're going to war and you just sitting in the back, like hiding under a, bl- a log. And like, if people do that in war, they get, 
punished as traitors. I 100% think, please, I mean, in any job that you do, you make a mistake, you get mm-hmm. reprimanded somehow or you get fired. Cops can also get reprimanded and fired. The only difference is many of their mistakes we're talking about, not like writing a bad ticket, yeah, fire or lay them off for five days. We're talking about like something severe where none of us on a regular mm-hmm. job will be in that. I don't have to ever yeah. kill someone willingly or unwillingly. But that's like, I think what, like, I agree, like there, there has to be accountability and repercussions for Right, that. but do you understand that? doesn't mean what you're wearing. I don't care if you're a cop, firefighter, a soldier. Well, you still, I mean, soldiers kill so, people, so, but. Soldiers get accountability if they don't do stuff like right, that. Right, like you steal, like, yeah, they, they do stuff like. They get, uh, they get, um, uh, what's the word? Um, what is it? Dishonorably just yes, discharged, yes. which um, they can't do fucking shit. They don't have credit. Like, right, right. It's they like get the real. worst thing to do because you can't get yeah any VA benefits. Cops, like that, but, nothing happens right. if they don't do that. So I, I a hundred percent agree with that. But when, so that's what I was trying to say. Like, um, because when you're saying abolish and then restart, mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is reform to basically exactly what you're saying. Right, um, but you have to abolish it before, well, like, because because like you can't. Like you have to have you have to have separate forces. I guess what does abolish mean? Just say every single police department in America is shut down today. Tomorrow we're starting a new one. My whole thing tomorrow is tomorrow we're is, starting a bunch of, like with right. we're like putting but, into a bunch of different divisions. So you, each should be legally held accountable so for different reasons. Today we fire a million cops, mm-hmm. say. And that that's all there are or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we abolished it and tomorrow we're restarting. What makes you not think that just like million of those cops are just going to the same place? So that's why I say reform and not abolish. Like I get what you're saying, mm. but I'm just saying those same people are just going to be hired right back to the same thing. Right. So it's which I which I which is part of my plan. I guess I just don't like the word abolish because it means like when I think of abolish, I think of you're saying like we don't need police. There's n- police don't do nothing good. They're only out there to kill people and commit crime. Like I don't think that yes there's bad people i 100 percent. i'm well aware there is there isn't any fucking profession though like it's i don't like the way that we always nitpick that away which mm. we should at the same time because they are right so like the problem with the police is there is there's good police and but, bad police so like abolish the whole thing of police right and replace replace it immediately like with something else yeah like like that is like you say abolish that is, i say that, a that is reform. fraction <laughs> well reform the only reason i say that reform is you're is, thinking of reform in a different like word than i am that's the thing i'm like, thinking of it legally with the constitution like, right My, which, which is what way, it's going to come down to the with way the Supreme i Court. think of reform is exactly what you're saying right. i'm just not using the word abolish well I, i'm saying that it I has think to when be you're a, you're here reform to me and you're thinking the, the actual definition, not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the the definition that's going to eventually come to the Supreme Court, which is why we have to which is why we have to abolish and change it completely. Like reforming it, it's still it's still the police, and they're still going to have the same set of uh, uh, well, to me, uh qualified the police is qualified reforming uh, a lot of the government as well because that's part of it. But yes, but like I'm trying to think of realistic things we could do because right now everyone on the right and left both agree that the police in Uvalde were fucking terrible and if we change the narrative around like okay well why aren't the police responsible for this like oh because training because we don't want to live in a police state well yeah we can we can you know to to, for me to be an underwriter i spent in Mm. two weeks more time training to be an underwriter i I doubled the time it takes to become a cop yeah like like that that's where i say the allocation of money i know we've had this and cops are there needs to go to like training for that not not only for 
like when I say training for cops, it doesn't mean just like guns or like how to break a door yeah. down. It's it's how to talk to people, how to diffuse situations. Like there's many things, but they definitely need more train. They should you should have to be like thousands of hours or like a year of an intern apprenticeship to do it. Not dude. Now you're getting you're you're getting on what I'm saying. Like they they're, they they that's have, me they reforming have, it. Change they, all that. They have too much responsibilities. Like yeah, we a, can split this into like four different departments. You know. That's why sometimes I don't like to blame cops necessarily. Well, I mean, it's a hard thing to say because like, I don't want to blame. I'm not cops. saying like don't blame cops if they make a mistake, but like it's also like if I like right now if I make a mistake and get fired, I'm gonna be pissed because I never had proper training. I never had a leader to tell me I was doing things right or wrong. Right. So that's like, they're just in a situation where it's public and dire. Yes. And that's why judging. That's like why I that. say. That's why I say abolish. Like get rid of the whole thing and start anew with new different things. Like you, the, the police are, are are responsible for so many things that they're not legally responsible for, but you know they're they're responsible for. Like we don't. We don't need them to do it. Like, we have, like, like I, we, I know we had this conversation when Paul was on the other time about, like, traffic stops and whatnot. Um, where There's just another one in Detroit. Another cop just got dragged by a car doing a traffic stop. Right. We don't need in that. In Detroit. Like, like, are you okay with a, a video, like, red light running things, people sending you tickets? If you run a red light, you know there's like cameras that can send you yeah, a ticket via mail on highways and stuff for seatbelts. You but... can you can do that for everything. Yeah, you but really the, don't these need aren't that. these traffic stops. I think you might be thinking of a traffic. So traffic stop is a very wide ass range of right. what can happen. I'm saying, and I like, think you, you're there's... thinking of like running red lights and stop signs. Where this like the last two mm. traffic stops, the last two weeks in Detroit were both in regards to I believe um, drag racing. Yeah, the one guy fired seven shots at the cop car. Missed him by an inch over his mm. head. The other one, the cop actually got out of the car, was able to get out before they fired on him. Well, they didn't fire, but he walked up and then they drove while his, like he was somehow stuck, but he got dragged down mm. the road and like ran over. So the cop shot like two two shots at the car or whatever it was. But like, I, like I feel like sometimes when people say, "Oh, traffic stops, cops don't need to be," but like, they're like you could be. You could have just murdered someone and then be driving, and that's technically a traffic stop if a cop's pulling you over. So the likelihood you might be have a weapon and stuff. So I, I just think you might think of like traffic stops in a safe environment, petty little things like I agree. You don't need like someone yeah, no, don't, someone doesn't can... have registration in their car. You don't need to pull them over. Like send them a ticket in the mail. Running red lights, seatbelt, even oh seatbelt might be because of the killing people or you might die but mm. like i get what you're saying but like there are a lot of times oh, yeah like, there's drunk drivers like right there can be special there should be special occasions like special like a dip like you know we split cops into four sectors like you know people that like you know like so, certain cops yeah. that are, are armed I, I like they that can't idea. they can't pull you over for like speeding or unless you're like going like grossly over the speed limit you know or like for running a red light you know like unless you're like truly endangering the public in like a, a way that can't just be ticketed like where it's going to require some kind of jail time. Like, you know, we can split this in, but it's not just going to be police. You know, we have to, we have to give the people that are in charge of our safety and our protection, actual punishments. If they don't, if they choose to not do their job for no reason. And we can, and and that's why you can't keep it all in the grand spectrum of one entity because then they'd have, then we would live in a police state where like, like have four, we're like, we can't, we can't ride our bikes a little tipsy, like, you know, without discretion, you know, there there needs to be discretion. And there needs to be accountability at the same time. And, yeah. and and with the way our government works with the Supreme Court, we have to abolish 
this one entity that's in charge of everything and turn it into like multiple different things. So that's why I think it's so important to abolish and replace rather than just defund. Like, like, cause you know, there people like, uh, there's talks of defunding the police in California and just because there were talks, people there is legitimately recorded calls of people calling nine one one and asking for help and them saying, oh, "I'm sorry, we can't do anything. We've been defunded." When they haven't been defunded, they're just threatening being defunded because they can't get in trouble for that shit. Just because, yeah, you know their livelihood. And I get it; their livelihoods are being saying, affected. But at the same time, I, I guess I'll change it a little bit because I, I 100% get what you're saying, and I agree with pretty much every 99% of what you're saying. Just mm-hmm. the difference of word or whatever. Um, you understand the difference of word, like I why, do, I why do, it has but to my, be. But what I'm saying is exactly what you're saying. I just, my, ref, like I said, I don't like the yeah. word abolish. But my reform is, like I said, would be, it's part of that is changing government and stuff. But um, I also do think we do need to get out of this phase that even me and you are doing and our friends do and people do nonstop every day is just bashing police and saying I hate them. I, what that does is just, creates little petty traffic stops into tense moments like who one there's a shortage no one wants to do the job because you're immediately looked you just put a you just put a badge on people are like fucking pig you're racist you're dirty you're a killer without even saying anything just because what you're wearing which is i think bullshit i think there's there is a lot of hate that goes towards them Mm -hmm. for for doing like I said, because like, whatever their perceived now, like, job if is. If a cop pulls me over or whatever, not me, because I like cop pulls me over, I'm just do what they say. Like I ain't gonna raise a fucking hell unless you're mm. actually getting into my shit and doing something you know you shouldn't be. If you just just be polite, be respectful, let things flow, and then do it. But like there are certain people, there are they'll automatically be like cops pull me over, like what the fuck are you pulling me over for? Like already angry, like. Oh, I can say the same thing cops about cops. Are, no, I agree, but I'm saying, see, that's my point though. Like, you're almost making it like every cop is out is just an an asshole. Every cop's a killer. No, I, every I, cop. I, is, I, I don't. Well, I know. I, but I, I just know, said I one thing, cops. and the first thing you said is I can say that about cops too. I'm not. I didn't say every cop is good. I'm just saying we got to get out of the fact that acting like every cop is bad. And when mm. I say that, the first thing you say is well, you're. But I could. You're I presenting could, it. You're presenting it a non qualifier, which is that like you're saying it as if everyone that they pull over is like that. Which I know that's not what you're saying. No, but no, like, no, I didn't say that. I I strictly said right. Certain people but can that, do it's, that. It's the same thing with cops. Like most most cops are good. Most people that pull of her are good yeah. you know but it's just well, i mean that's the fact that literally the first time i've ever heard you say that it's so. it's, it's literally it's literally a, like the you, you say one one bad apple ruins a bushel you know it's not or or they say like it's just one rotten apple on a tree or something but like it's really just one one bad thing like it just poisons I just, everything i just don't think we should For both be sides. in the point of speaking about cops to the point of people being fearful of them no matter what situation you could create you could commit a crime and you're and then a cop's pulling you over and you still have a fucking attitude like you didn't do something wrong mm. like that's to me that's bullshit and I, like i've watched videos of it just last night of that something a cop pulled someone over for whatever the guy had drugs on him he's like are you just pulling me over because i'm black and it was a black cop he's like dude get the hell out of here he's like i'm pulling you over because you have drugs in your pocket he's like don't pull that shit like like I just think there's so much talk about. No one ever talks about the good ever cops do, ever. Mm-hmm. Because there's ever. no there's no change in that though. Because like then. But you, what do you mean there's no change in that? Like if you talk about the good cops, we're gonna we're just gonna keep having the same system. That you clearly don't have to, I didn't say you have to like breaking news like a cop just did a good thing, but you. I, 
the only talk people hear about cops is mm -hmm. they're bad. They're bad, they're bad, they're bad, they're bad. Like, to me, I'm almost to the point, like, I don't trust cops, and I have no reason not to. They've never done anything wrong. Everything I've ever done in my life, I've committed a crime. Like, you've done your job. I was polite. You were polite back to me. Mm. I wasn't a dick right away. I wasn't a dick at any point. You weren't a dick to me. Trust Do me, I think I... what you were doing was a dickish move? Should you have maybe arrested me for the reasons you did? No. But, like, you were doing your job, and I technically was doing something wrong. So what the fuck am I going to fuss about? Like, I can yell about it after, be mad, but, like, I'm not going to yell at you. Like, it's, I feel like it's just... I'm not saying, like, praise cops in any way. Mm. I'm just saying I don't think we should... 24-7 news cycle be fuck cops, fuck cops, fuck cops, fuck cops, fuck cops. It can be, it, indeed, it deserves to be said many times. I'm mm. not saying don't say it, but I do think there should be, we should not make people always just afraid. Of, not like I, I feel like people walk around thinking every cop's just out there ready to draw his gun, kill you, arrest you, racist. It's just like a mean person, and that's not the case yeah yeah i i think it's it's more of like you know like if there is one of those bad cops out there like that could end your life so like you might as well like stay yeah, do you ever drive by a cop and just say fuck you and your car to them because it's just because it's a cop no i yeah I i'm afraid many, they're, i'm afraid they're gonna kill me i know I many that. people no no i'm just saying <laughs> in your car to yourself be like fuck you pig for no reason. Even if you're just you're going sixty, the cops not doing anything. You just sit on the side of the road. I've I've known many people that will just yeah, be no. like fuck pigs if they just see a cop. For the cop could be just getting a donut. It don't matter what he's doing. It's just mm -hmm. you see him, fuck him. That's what I don't like. It's just, why? Because the moment like what if that guy was like holding the door open to you and just saying like hello and you automatically like oh pig. Well, like, if you take away if you take away the the personality from it, you know, like the, who the cop is and whatnot, take that away. Just take away the entity of it being a cop and what the cops represent and what they can't be in trouble for. Like then like that I I think that makes sense. But you're I guess you're stuck on that part of it. I am stuck on that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's a big part but you, I mean you're that's the know. that's the entire basis of what they I, what they do and what they give I don't choose like, I don't, to only I don't, think I don't know who's the in the next car. They could, they could be bad. They could be good, but no matter what, they're not going to be in trouble if they do something bad. If a cop pulls me over, I'm not I'm not afraid. And it's not because I've white privilege. I've been pulled over many times. Like whatever. It's just because I A cop has never I'm done anything and I don't, I I don't just think a cop has do ever what I'm like supposed to do. I'm not going to get in in trouble. A cop has never protected me and never served me personally. And I know that the, there's other things that they do, but I like, have like well, this never happened to me. And I've seen. I've them, only seen I've them. Seen I've them only seen them harass things. me. I've seen them harass me and or harass, like, you. Know, I've seen them harass people in like ways that might not be aggressive, but still harassment. You know, I've seen my brother be pulled over because of the look of his car and searched for no reason. When he got away, fine, it was fine, but like it was still like, technically, that's still harassment. Um, and you know. I I've I've seen them I I've just seen them be be assholes which I know that's not all the time I've seen them you know I've also been pulled over and let go because I was you know uh being myself and uh you know kind which majority of the time that's what it is I've gotten let go by cops for doing things I should have definitely been in trouble for and didn't I've had really cool cops I've talked to I've yeah. I've had cops and I know cops help me out many times in in car situations or whatever like I I've never like I've never had a bad encounter an asshole cop i've had bad mm -hmm. encounters because i didn't want to get in trouble and i have been mm -hmm. but like they've never like i said like 
almost everyone I know that had been like yelling at cops on streets or something like that, and then cops like go over there and like break up the crime. Like, oh, you're an asshole! Like, you are egging them on. You're doing shit and, to make them. And, and and to be honest, the cops are doing their job like they're taught. Yeah. Which is why this they can't that we we shouldn't have them exist anymore because they should be able to they should be able to take it if people are yelling at them because that's not illegal. I don't I don't agree with that thought process because I, I do think there should be a certain maybe background you go through to but they're also not in the fucking army. They have wives. They might be going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Maybe their grandma died. Maybe their kid just flunked out of school. Well, forty percent of cops beat their wives. There's a lot of shit that can go on. Yeah, probably forty percent of America beat their wives. So that's a yeah, stupid. but they don't get to legally um, kill people. Yeah, okay, I I get that. It's, you just keep turning to everything I say is anything just right bad against well, the cops. I, 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 and I'm not trying to say suck dicks. Of cops or anything but i'm just saying i don't like the thought of everything we say is bad and every single thing i say is you come back with cops do that too cops do that too that's what i'm talking about well cops shouldn't we be allowed should to do that, that they shouldn't be allowed to i do agree that. but if i say if i say someone beats someone there's no reason to say but cops do that too like okay well everyone in every well, possession it, does it, shit it everyone is, in every position in the world is racist it is. everyone's greedy there's always assholes and everything that we do that Jeremy, rapists all this. If you beat your wife, you're gonna get in trouble. I for get it. the point of what but you're saying. But if cops saying, beat their wives, they have cops protecting them. I, and they don't get in trouble. I for I get it. what you're saying that you're not in trouble. I'm saying you're stuck on one point and judging everything about everything. I don't think there's a way. Thing. I don't think there's a way to change it unless you do that. Like if you don't I'm understand, just walking around saying fuck every cop. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to, you have to say like that's what a cab is. It's a, all cops are bastards because not because of the individual cop. It's because of the entity of it. It's basically what Trump is doing. He's egging people on, and what do they do? They attack the White House. And what, what are we doing as a society, basically? He's egging people on to fuck with cops. You literally have, you can go on YouTube and watch hours of videos of people just walking up to cops and just pressing their fucking buttons just mm-hmm. to get a reaction. Like, what is, there's no reason to do that. I don't care because what profession we need to you're end, in. We need to I don't end care that. what profession you're in. If you come up to me and you sit there for 20 minutes saying, Fuck you to my face. I'm going to say something. I don't care if I'm a cop or not. Fuck you. I'm going to say it back to you. And what do they do? They wait for you that one moment. See, fuck cops. Fuck cops. Like, that's that's bullshit to me. I think that's dumb. It's deserving when it's deserving, but it shouldn't be just say it just to say it. It's not fun to say. Well, if you're paid to protect the community, I think, like... Like, I agree, I agree with changing shit, but I don't think we should just walk around saying it's a cool thing to say fuck cops. All right, well, um, uh, Jeremy, this is where you try to end it. You're, you're my slogan. You can create your own if you'd like. It's better to love yourself than others. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to ask me where to follow. We're... What is your follow-up? <laughs> no, I, 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 we're, we're good. You had... <laughs> How do you end it? I don't you, actually... you asked me where, where to find me. Oh, where do I find you at? <laughs> you can catch me on Twitter at Nick Wigella and on Instagram at Nick Wigella. You can find me on Facebook at Nick Wigella if you want to. You can find me at Twitter. What is your slogan? Uh, remember, it's more important it's to art. listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. <laughs> I knew it was something like that. <laughs> I was close enough. I'll do better next time, I promise. And you're going to follow Jeremy at J Underscore. Marha underscore J? Jeremy. Jeremy. Marha underscore Jeremy on Twitter and probably Instagram. Don't look at his Instagram. He doesn't post anything. I don't have anything. I'm not allowed on it. They deleted it. Oh, we just said that. Uh, thank you for splitting six with us. Thank you for splitting six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeremy will be back next week. I won't. Later. Spacebar.
overtime.